the mental, the mental toll, toll of having, having to just, just go, go again, again year, year on year on year. That stat that shows quickest players to three hat-tricks is just absolutely bonkers. Done it in eight games. Even if you gave Southgate a Portuguese passport, he still wouldn't get that old job. Feels like he's got the Van Dyke aura about him. Not Van Dyke this season, but Van Dyke when he was very, very good, when nobody could argue that he wasn't very good. City just a, they are just a nothing team. Like, who cares? They spend so much money on some players and just doesn't really evoke any emotion when they win things. They won the second half, Rich, if you look at Twitter. Hello and welcome back to Panenka Weekly, the fastest and most furious weekly football podcast. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is true. <laughs> Literally, whenever I do these intros, I'm like, are they going to jump in or are they going to let me carry on? <laughs> this time, you jumped in. I'm just clenching clenching my teeth together, <laughs> waiting to clenching hear what you say. Rory spent, a, Rory spent a week de-stressing. He's been on his podcast for 37 seconds. He's already back. <laughs> clenching my teeth together. Wow. Rory, continue to clench your teeth because Premier League action returned and it throws up plenty of discussion for this week. So we've got a lot to talk about. And as you've already heard, we've got some team news early. We are back to the full the full number because we've got Rory returning. And of course, we've got Tiges. We'll start with you, Tiges. How are you? I'm very good, thank you, mate. How good is the Premier League? God, it's been hard work, isn't it, the last couple of weeks? There's just nothing like it. This weekend was so good. Just crapping it. I'm not. I'm not even that looking forward to the World Cup now. I just the Premier League is too good. This weekend it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, we'll come on to the result that is making me feel less um, energized about it, but we'll get on to that. Before we do, we need to say a warm welcome. I say a warm welcome. Do a warm welcome for the returning, the Lanzarote hero, which is Rory. How are you, Rory? <laughs> Yeah, very well. Thank you, mate. Um, I enjoyed listening to one podcast, Lay Around the Pool, and uh, another one on uh, my first drive back to work last week. So, yeah, all good. Glad that you boys could keep me entertained for a short period of my holiday. Um, yeah, but uh, good to be back. Good to have a proper football back, if that sounds uh, a little bit patronising to England. It is meant to be. Um, and maybe... Uh, we can at least be cheered up, me and you, Rich, by yesterday's result compared to uh, feeling fairly glum again at 10 to 5 on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, exactly that. The uh, I referred to it earlier a little bit there. The Liverpool result did put a downer on things personally, and I'm sure the same for you, Rory. But there was a small chink of satisfaction with that, um, that Manchester City result on the Sunday, which I guess is probably the best place to start, really. Is we Should we jump straight into football chat today, or has anybody got any big life news they want to share? We don't have to pretend to make up loads of stuff now, do we? Because we've got some good stuff to talk about. Like <laughs> yeah. Southgate. What do you mean? Well, I did have my Christmas do. I did have my work's Christmas do on Friday. Well, let's hear about it then. Go on. Well, it's just October. Strange time to do it. We just It was last year's Christmas do. Very good. We're in <laughs> Southampton. Eight of us. Thoroughly enjoyable. This sounds a bit like uh, we had our rearranged one, which was called a spring fling in the end. <laughs> That's horrible. I'm not Mate. having that. Mate oh, no. How are you going to sell that to your girlfriend? <laughs> we got to we got to this week, and, Rory. Uh, spring yeah, well, fling. You'll see she comes back into the story in a minute. Unless um, how you met. It was at, uh, no, it was at the ill-fated uh, Worcester Rugby oh, Ground, yeah. actually. Um, of course. 
and uh, I had the great idea that I'd go into Worcester City Centre uh, for a pint after the uh, Christmas party. Got to about half four in the morning. I was on the doorstep realising I'd forgot my house keys, uh, ringing my other half to try and get let back <laughs> in. So, um, good successful Christmas party, really. She was uh, delighted. Nothing like a Christmas party in spring. Nothing like a spring October. fling. Nothing like a spring fling. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that did take a turn, not a way that I was necessarily expecting, but thank you for the updates. I think, though, as we mentioned, there's so much to discuss, so we jump into some football chat. Let's start... At the Etihad, yesterday, as we record this Sunday's game, it finished 6-3. What, what a strange game of football in the end. But, I mean, let's start. What a player Erling Haaland is. It's not bad, is he? I don't, I, I'm liking all the videos you're seeing on Twitter and Facebook and that of people eating their words. There were some ridiculous comments in the summer, weren't they? People saying, you know, he's coming from poorly, he's got a bad injury record. Loads of people said that. I don't know where they got that from. But also saying he's not going to make it, he can't cut it. And he's just the best player the world has ever seen. <laughs> three hat-tricks in three games. Who on earth does that? That stat that shows quickest players to yeah. three hat-tricks yeah. is just absolutely bonkers. I've literally Done got it, it in here. eight games. Literally got it here. It's games taken to score three Premier League hat-tricks. And you, just look at the <laughs> other names on it. You've got Michael Owen, Ruud van Nistelrooy. Fernando Torres and Andy Cole, literally the best ever in terms of goal scorers in the Premier League. Michael Owen had the record before, three hat-tricks in 48 games. Haaland's got one, well, he's got three in eight. It is, are we seeing, is he the best player in the world? How can he not be? It, Premier League's a good standard, isn't it? Yeah. And he is doing something that people, no one has ever done. Look at all the players that have gone through the Premier League in years gone by, and they just, haven't gone anywhere near him he's only just starting he could break that Premier League goals record in five years six years he could genuinely get injured at Christmas and finish as the top goal scorer yeah what's it now 14 he could play half I think a he's season on 14 already right yeah yeah, I think, yeah if he got injured now it would it would probably take three months for people to catch up yeah. two months for people to catch up with the World Cup I, um, That's how far ahead he is. I heard, uh, I heard a stat somebody saying that if he continues to score at the current rate that he's scoring at in the Premier League, he'll end up with 66 Premier League goals this season. <laughs> is that over double the record? That's just... Yeah, what is Salah the, the record yeah, of 31, yeah. is he? Uh, yeah, possibly. Let me check that, actually. What is Premier League records? Because Kevin Phillips was There's two, isn't there? There's one, for the, there's one for the longer league. Suarez um, had that one um, mad season as well, where he like missed like the what's first the Premier four League record for goals in a season? Um, for a thirty-eight game season. Yeah, in, in a thirty-eight Salo, game season, I've just got a load of Andy Cole got thirty-four in a forty-four game. Yeah, Salah with thirty-two in a thirty-eight game in twenty seventeen. So if he carries 18. on, he's going to double it. Yeah. But he can't. Surely he can't. Is he? Is he going to have a quiet patch? What is a quiet patch for him? Yeah, you'll only like, get you'll only get one a, a game. <laughs> <laughs> a goal and assist every ninety minutes would be a very quiet patron. Yeah, I'm trying to now think. Talking FBL, when do you use your triple captain on him? Like, I wish I did this weekend, but I'm like, do, you, do I? I'm going to really regret it if you don't triple triple captain him and he doesn't get a hat trick. Now that's man, that's mental. I know. I did something horrifying this weekend. Oh, God. You captained Ivan Tony, didn't you? I captained Salah. 
Ooh. I just I really thought it'd be a lot closer game than than six goals, effectively. Oh yeah. yeah a, lot um, people, a lot of people took him off the captain, didn't they? I left it. Yeah, in. surprising amount. He got I'm not, the majority of my points. I worked out. Highly. I think over seventy percent of my points we'll came see. from Harlan this weekend. That's ridiculous. I got sixty-six points, and he got forty-six of them. <laughs> <laughs> what a ridiculous that, human being! Seventy percent, yeah, seventy percent of my points. Yeah, yeah, that is it. Isn't it? <laughs> um, Very frustrating. I mean, I got sixty-two with him not being captain. That's not too bad. I'm on. I've still got Madison to play tonight, actually, in that game, and Ward the keeper. So I'm on seventy-seven. Yeah, I've right. got Ward as well. That's not the worst. No, but he me. was, he, he can do everything. My favourite bit of the whole game for him is when I think it was Martinez went through the back of him. Yeah, and he just got up. He got up quicker than Martinez and oh, just sprinted uh, off. Uh, yeah, enjoyed right, the attack quite really. late. Yeah, 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 I was just I wanted that to end up in a goal so badly because <laughs> he just he went right through him, didn't he? Yeah, and he was up within about two seconds and then sprinted world record pace. Did you um did you make anything of United in this game then? Was it a case of Manchester City and Haaland and I mean Foden actually we should probably mention too being that good or was it a case of United were were rubbish? Was that did you make anything of the United performance? They won the second half, Rich, if you look at Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what all the United fans will tell you. Um no, I I just thought uh we just saw there is levels to this game. That's all I was thinking watching that first half. I didn't think United were outstandingly poor. There wasn't a whole multitude of individual errors that led to goals. Man City are just ridiculously good and they just played at probably close to their peak mm. for a half and the game was dead and buried from there on in. And then they kind of took their foot off the pace a little bit second half and still scored twice. Mm. I think that Man United shouldn't even care that much, really. Do you know, I agree, yeah. I agree. Like, who cares? 6-3 was a really good result, I think. Yeah. Many teams wouldn't have got three and kept it down. I mean, I, I know City made a lot of changes in the second half, didn't they? All at once, and it quieted down. But they scored three. It was only a three-goal difference in the end after that performance from Man City. And Man City just a class above. They're a class above everyone. They're going to walk the league. Who cares? Man United are not going to win the league this year. That's not their ball game at the moment. They want to come top four. So just yeah. it's extra annoying, isn't it? Because they if have been a... one of the best teams in the world and yeah. it is a derby and whatnot. But I just wouldn't care. Like, what does it matter? City just City were the best team comfortably last year. And, well, in the last, what is it, four out of five years they've won the league. Last year was a bit closer, sorry. But they have been the best team and now they put the best player yeah, it's just he's a cheat code, isn't it? What can you do at this point? Yeah, just don't let it get you, don't let it get you down. Really, I mean, you know, getting a point against City's not for everyone. <laughs> he's got it in there. That's early. He's gone early with it. Just um, just moving away slightly. We'll come back to the game, I'm sure, and discuss a few things about it. But do you see the sort of narrative and feeling around City changing with with what's going on this season because I think you touched upon it there that everybody right now is just see, saying well you're not uh, that City are going to run away with this league now it's City's title basically already they're a super team they've got a super superhuman striker etc do you feel like the narrative around them is 
changing now because it did feel like and maybe this is with my Liverpool tinted glasses on that they there was this they're the saviors of football thing when they beat Liverpool to the title because Liverpool pushed them so close for a few seasons I think people were quite happy to see City win in the league do you think it will change now to we've become a bit of a joke league because they're going to do it so Ugh. easily I don't agree with that last couple of years I, I think Liverpool have been the favourite team I think people have wanted to see Liverpool trounce them because City just a, they are just a nothing team like who cares they spend so much money on so many players it just doesn't really evoke any emotion when they win things, yeah. really do you really the only reason it was that? so cool yes, That's I do I do believe that I believe that for me yeah was in Liverpool Liverpool have all, all the neutrals that I have spoke to last couple of years wanted Liverpool to win apart from the stupid ones you know the United fans and well, maybe, maybe, tribalism well, they're not, they're and stuff. They're not neutral, are they? Yeah. That's the point. No, well, they're yeah, just exactly. not neutral. Maybe that I'm, I'm, maybe I'm not talking about you when, when you're talking to your mates. Those ones. I'm talking about the social media ones, and maybe they, those are the louder voices because it definitely seems, feels for me that people were okay with City when it. Maybe because they don't evoke any emotion. I think you're absolutely right because they are this super weird team that is. I don't know. It seems like a like too easy for them they've got all this money but i don't know that i don't that i've really felt like I, I feel like the narrative around them is going to change which is why i bring it up but interesting that you say that but maybe maybe like i said it might be my liverpool glasses so ignoring where it started from sorry so what what do you think the narrative is going to be that just people are going to start hating it yeah right at the moment it's exciting because well he's going to break these records and it is fun to see the records being broke but eventually we they we yeah. are just going to be like oh you're i think so i think i think people are going to start making the by munich comparisons and people are going to start yeah. making the psg one team league comparisons and people are going to become sick of it i think people will start talking about how did the premier league let this happen how did you let them get away with this until now even though there's a big case to be said about Look at City spending and compare it to Manchester United. There is a different conversation to be had there for sure. But I think I, okay. I certainly, I really feel like we're going to see a lot more of that over the next few months as City will just continue to just run away with this, right? This is the point though. We are saying this, but they're not actually top at the moment. We have got to exercise a degree of caution here. They are not top. Last year, the league was still open on the last day of the season. We say about the Premier League, there were still various outcomes for relegation, still outcomes for top four. The Premier League won't become boring just because City is such a good side. But how much more exciting was it last year than the year before? When Liverpool weren't in the in the mix, you mean? Yeah, when, when no one was pushing it. It was yeah. just, it wasn't as fun as it. When you come to that, like, I might be speaking to the two wrong people, but yeah. because you were both involved in the emotion of the final day. But that final day got the excitement. Oh no! Of... I think you're talking to the, yeah, I think you're talking to the exact two right people to, to be, like we were right at the top of that emotion. Yeah, but everyone, everyone was loving it. There was there was so much that final day where it could swing either way is just amazing. It was horrendous. It was horrendous. It was yeah. horrendous. Do, do you know what? Last season was almost the perfect season because it was 
City looked like they wrapped it all up. If you tr- think back, City felt like they'd wrapped it up around probably just after Christmas time and nobody gave anybody else a chance. And then slowly but surely, Liverpool were like reining the back in, weren't they? They were getting gaining a point here, a point there, to the point where it looked like... I remember when... I can't remember what the date was because it'd be good to look this up. But I remember I went on a stag do and I was we watched the Spurs City game in the pub and it was where Spurs beat them with when Kane and on the break and stuff and they beat them... Was it 2-1? I can't remember the score. It doesn't matter what the score was. They beat them. And I remember like drunkenly to my mates going, you could say, you could say there's a chance. You could say there's a chance. Joke, almost half jokingly saying that Liverpool had a chance in the title. And then slowly but surely it actually became a thing. And then it went to the last day. It would have been the most perfect. I think as a fan, it would have been the perfect season. But yeah, you're right. It was exciting. The 3-2 Kane last. Yeah, that was the one. Oh, it's the penalties and things up the other end and all that, wasn't it? Yeah. February time, maybe? Yeah, so, so even then we were saying pretty much before that game that it was City's title. I remember, like, no one really believed it, yeah. And, but am I right in thinking City didn't... The first five or six games, they didn't start too strongly last year. No, and Liverpool looked good, I, yeah. Yeah, Liverpool started really well, didn't they? But haven't have you dropped points in almost as many games already this season that you did as all, all of last season? You can't be that far off. You just won all the time last year. Yeah, because it's ninety plus points. Basically, ninety plus points. I think what's what's the most you can get? One hundred and sixteen ish, whatever that around that, right? So you, you can't drop hundred. Yeah, you can't drop a lot more than they've already dropped this season. Hundred and fourteen. That's the max you can get. Hundred and fourteen. What did you end up on? Ninety something. Ninety plus when in all of these seasons. Yeah. Two two. We have to be fair to us. I know we. Haven't been on a podcast that long, but Rich, we have been saying that over the last couple of years. This Liverpool team is probably the second best. The Liverpool team of the last three or four years is probably the second best team Premier League has ever seen. It is absolutely ridiculous. The consistency, the pace, the power. Oh, it's They're just ridiculous. competing against the best team yeah. that's ever existed. Exactly. The 97-point league campaign to not win the league is... Honestly, I think one of the most freak things that could ever happen in football. And this is what I mean, because this is like the, this is where I get that feeling of, yeah, but City save football winning that there. Like, at least it wasn't Liverpool. But again, it probably is because I, that that's the things that I'm seeing as a Liverpool fan. But 97 points, that's dropped 17 points over the whole season and didn't win the league. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I think the maximum Liverpool can get this season is 101. Okay, so it's on. <laughs> so we've just got to win <laughs> every game. Telling me there's a chance. <laughs> What's the maximum Villa can get? I think I think they're only two points off Liverpool now, aren't they? 98 for Villa. It's in our hands. We win every game. <laughs> it's in our hands. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't think it's gonna happen. Hopefully. Hopefully Pep goes, Haaland has a couple of years and then goes and it just starts to become fun again. Because I, I also think there's an argument that the Premier League is as strong as it's ever been, yep. despite the fact that City are that far ahead. Oh yeah, but they've not done it yet. They haven't run away with it yet. And I think it is strong, which, I mean, does that even just tell you how, exactly how strong they must be? If I think you're right. I agree. Yeah. I think there's no... A lot of those teams that were the big teams that that you would list were not very good for a long time, and they all seem to be better than they were now. And yep, 
Yeah, City are just another. They're like a cut above, aren't they? Yeah, I wonder how. I wonder how they're doing in the Champions League. It just has to be their years, isn't it? That's the. As a child, that's the one thing that I am hoping, I'm clinging to that they just still don't win the win yeah. Champions League. They just get knocked out in the first round, and then it's just for nothing. Really, that I mean, it's be, just, it's just mad pleasure. when you look at you look at City and you go, they've actually scored more goals than Wolves. West Ham, Villa, Bournemouth combined. Like, <laughs> it's just insane, isn't it? It's like well, how many goals? Yeah, he must have scored mean, more goals than uh, for the Premier League. Yeah, but you look, you look at Haaland, He's he scored uh, yeah more than uh, everybody bar about six teams. Absolutely ridiculous. How many um, how yeah. many games back would you have to go for Wolves before they scored a total of what Haaland scored this year? It's probably like. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many, yeah, how many have Wolves got now this year? Three goals. This so year. you got that yesterday <laughs> 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 against a, a team that's <laughs> they just one four on the chart. Yeah. <laughs> also, Phil Foden got that yesterday. So <laughs> I like that we both we both commented some of the things, didn't we, about Gareth Southgate. What, what yeah. did he do to people? How have, how is Phil Foden like that yesterday? Because he was brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah. It, uh, genuinely, you watch that performance, you watch that performance from Foden yesterday and you're thinking, this is the best footballer that England have ever produced. Like, but if you watch him in an English shirt, you, you just that, think, what? And Yeah, and I, I said it on last week's pod, didn't I? I can't remember more than a five-minute spell where I've looked at Phil Foden playing for England and thought, yeah, he's good. No. But what? Why do they just not bring any type of form to England? It just has to be Gareth Southgate. It's just too boring and negative, isn't it? He yeah. should just let the players go and play and have fun. Because even Jack Greenish, I thought he was brilliant yesterday. I know he yeah, didn't he get. I don't think he got a single assist or a goal, but he was just one of people. Some of his passing. <laughs> he's he's. But you just look at the players that play in four positions for England. We got Kane, who's probably. Well, he's one of the best strikers. Prior to Haaland yeah. being there, he was the best striker. Yeah. You've got Saka, who's playing for the team that are technically top of the league. Playing really Not technically, well. they are. You've got <laughs> 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 no, but I, I just mean with all yeah, of this yeah, yeah. like hyperbole that we're giving around City, they are still you know Arsenal are still top. We've got Grealish and Foden that play for the team that we've just revered about for twenty of these twenty-five minutes. It's just Sterling. Why on earth you haven't even so mentioned bad? Sterling. Yeah, we we have not even mentioned Sterling, Declan Rice, even like James Madison, or players that can't even get a sniff in the Sancho, squad. like it's someone who it's went for eighty million or whatever. Sancho, it was like. yeah. So, Rory, some of those players you just said: Declan Rice, Bellingham, Grealish, Foden, Kane, Sterling. How much is that in the transfer market? Over a bill. Oh my god! And yet. We don't score for six games on the trot or whatever it was. Yeah. 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 And that oh, is making me angry again. Back to England. It's always weird as well. One thing watching England when you're abroad, because when you watch England, you, you generally watch with the same you people. Abroad? Or you watch it at home. You've been away, have you? Uh, yeah, yeah, for a couple yeah. of days. <laughs> uh, no, but, but, but my point is, you watch it with people that you don't normally watch football with, right? If you're watching. It's just like there was, there was like no, no point did anybody look like they were really particularly interested in the game. People just sat there with like their arms folded, just thinking this is just so bad. It doesn't matter like where you're from. Nobody seems to like Southgate. Where is this like love of you know Southgate? You're the one. Where is that all gone? It's just he's drained it out of us. Yeah. There could have I don't think there could have been another manager in charge of England that could have done this after the last two tournaments. 
but what what Premier League side would have him? What Premier League side would genuinely have him now? Yeah, we said this last week. I'm struggling yeah. to struggling to think of one. Wolves have just sacked Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough now, should know. That's genuinely yeah. his level. Like they've just sacked uh, Wilder today, haven't they? So no, they wouldn't. Yeah. T- they wouldn't touch him with a barge pole, would they? Like <laughs> they just wouldn't. They wouldn't have Even him. if you gave Southgate a Portuguese passport, he still wouldn't get that Wolves job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gareth Southgau. <laughs> <laughs> that famous Portuguese yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, madness, madness. I-, I mean, he got the job on a technicality, really, didn't he? <laughs> After Allardyce just being the fool. You know, like... Yeah, and he was just in the 21s, manager, wasn't he, and then he... Yeah. Yeah, and he basically got promoted. Yeah, I mean, we we've done plenty of Southgate chat. I think we again we we could do more, and I think we will do more with the World Cup. Not too far away now. We're what a month away from the World Cup starting ish. It's um, we'll do plenty of that, I'm sure, on this podcast. Shall we? Shall we move across and away from Manchester? Can I just um just very quickly? Even in all that, Man United just managed to just be annoying, didn't they? Like, that Anthony, oh, I just despise him with passion. <laughs> How is he so annoying? His flicks, and his, he's such a... Like, that one way... He just kept shooting, didn't That one way shot on Great goal, though. Great goal, though. Oh, I don't care. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. And... <laughs> and, uh... Oh, what is his name? He disappeared of me. Fernand- Bruno Fernandes, son. Yes. Bruno Fernandes, when he just... You're getting pinged. You've got fifty thousand people screaming against you, and you react like a like a child like that. Did you hear Neville that went for it? Didn't he? Yeah, he did. He's, oh. but I, I said, well, I don't know why Neville's still um, commenting on those games. Neville, Martin Tyler. Yeah, they all need change. You, you shouldn't have your, legends of a team commentate on. Is the your mum still a season ticket? Holder yeah, she was there, mate. Short. She was there yesterday. I bet she was loving it. As somebody that's been following City for like through thick and thin, yeah. You think about fans like that that are just uh, they must be having the time of their life. That's a strange thing. So I used to go. I used to go with my stepdad. We used to go when City were in League Two, as the old League Two. Yeah. So League One as it was now, and it was just fans are great. It was a real passionate team. We used to play at Main Road. A little bit smaller, but loud, passionate, atmosphere was great. And then that just disappeared as the money came in, it seems to be, because the atmosphere was good yesterday, to be fair. That Poznan was great when it right in in United's face, but it's not often like that, is it? The atmosphere is usually quite dry there. Yeah, well, I mean... Which is a shame. It used to be brilliant. It's not usually people there, is there? No. But what? But because there's no emotion, there's no excitement. Yeah. Maybe people don't just actually want to win every single game so easily just by pumping money, money, money into it. I think people do. You just become desensitised to it, don't you? You just kind of... Yeah. I think I'd quite happily be that team that are hammering people week in, week out. I've got no issue with being that fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shall we... Um... But do you reckon Liverpool would be different? Do you reckon the fan base is stronger? Do you reckon if Liverpool was winning every single week and winning the Premier League every other year? Would it be different? Who knows? Yeah, it's Would... hard to tell, isn't it? Like the the weird thing is that we had the we've had that now of the winning every week thing, but not winning the league every year. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. 
Should we um should we look across then to a couple of other games? Well, I think we need to mention a few of these. Um, first of all, from one derby to another, Arsenal, as you mentioned before, still top, technically top of the league and and also top <laughs> of the league, winning the North London <laughs> derby three one looks pretty good. Spurs made it a bit easier with the red card, I think, but I think Arsenal shaded it and deserved it anyway overall, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I thought Arsenal looked pretty good again. You know, that's the first real. You know, other than United, where they did fold a little bit, first proper real test in front of their home fans, and I don't think the fans could have gone away any happier. They looked the better side for large parts of the opening half. Then obviously Kane gets the the penalty, yeah. And then second half, it was pretty much all Arsenal. Mm. You know, the, yeah, the red card helped, but they were they looked like they were going to win the game before Emerson Royale decided to uh, put a fairly silly challenge in. Yeah, again, I was quite impressed with Arsenal. Jacker, I mean, what has happened it's there? Brilliant, honestly, I'll tell you what's happened. I, genuinely, it's Thomas Partey's come in and given him a new lease of life. He's playing ten yards further forward, isn't he? And yeah, looks looks really good. I think there's always a player there. He's one of these players that has suffered by reputation, hasn't he? He's he's gathered this reputation quite quickly in a playing for an Arsenal team that wasn't very good and then it just sort of sticks and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that then everybody talks about everything that happens with him Trent right now is a perfect example of that that is like he could do he could have a perfect game and make one mistake like small one that doesn't even lead to a goal and that's what anybody's talking about regardless of how poor his form is anyway which I'm sure we'll come on to but yeah he's uh, to be fair fair play to him for turning it around and sticking with it because I think he was written off. He's been written off five or six times, Granite Shaka, and he looks really good this year. I mean, they, they got a bit of luck as well, didn't they, with the mistake from Larice? That was yeah. just an awful piece of keeping. Does but, he quite often, doesn't he, for a world class? I don't think he's very good. I, I said this. To, I said this text with my mates. I said, "Am I? Yeah, am I misunderstanding a bit with Larice? Because is it just one of those scenarios where I just happen to watch when he as when he concedes an easy goal? Because it just." It appears in my head that he does it all the time, and he said, "Well, no, he does let he lets a lot of easy goals in, but he also, you know, saves some really hard shots." Yeah, but that's not really the point, is it? <laughs> so you, you you're neutral. <laughs> you might as well. Know, get, like, that's not what you really you want. Well, is it? Just get someone who saves the easy ones. Cause he cost them really, didn't he? I mean, I, I know Arsenal were all over him, and they were quite comfortable, but. You don't know, you don't know, do you? If if they don't concede that stupid goal and they stay with eleven men on the pitch, do you know? Like it's I think, been totally different. Yeah, I agree. I think Arsenal were brilliant first twenty or so up until up until Spurs get the equaliser with the penalty, <clears> and then Spurs were the better team up until half time. And I think then after half time, it's a pretty much a straight shootout. It's very even. Arsenal did look good, I think overall, and I think. Spurs, I think home advantage plays a big part in these North London derbies, but then they get the goal there from the mistake, then there's the red card, and then it goes from there, doesn't it? So I think, I think I don't know if Arsenal were as good as they end up look looking with the yeah, result. They, they did make some very good chances, though, like the Jesus header that he missed when Ben White stands one up to sort of the back post. Yeah. That's a great chance as well. They, they did create some really good chances. Um, I thought Ben White was terrific, to be fair. Uh, yeah. Another one, how's he not getting in the England squad? Yeah. Especially He's as he can play right back and centre back, right? Players. Like... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Perfect for a three at the back yeah. now. Donald just scream, perfect for a three at the back. He just gets on with it. I quite like Ben White because he just. 
Saliba as well, really good player, isn't he? Yeah, oh, he looks Rolls Royce. He looks, he's got, I saw somebody tweet this and I couldn't agree more. Uh, he feels like he's got the Van Dyke aura about him. Not Van Dyke this season, but Van Dyke when he was very, very good, where nobody could argue that he wasn't very good. He just seems head and shoulders above everyone else. I think he might look a lot better as well, Saliba, because he's playing next to Gabriel, who looks like he's still got a mistake in him, as we saw with the penalty. But yeah, what's what a signing. They spent big money on him, by the way. I think it's over 30 million overall. And does it not speak to uh, how you should bring these younger yeah, players along? Yeah, no, but that's, see, that's, that's my question. That's football. my question, Rory. Have, have they done the right thing by sending them out and letting them develop, or has he just been a really good player that they haven't utilised for a couple of years? Could he, if he was in that squad last year, could he have made the difference of three points, whatever it was? Well, I don't know how Champions good he was last year. In fairness, I don't actually know how good he was last I year. I think he's been good. It's always yeah. easier as well. Yeah, he, it's always easier to say this when they're winning every week, right? Yeah. If if yeah. they would have lost a couple of games, you're going, oh, I'm not sure about that. Or oh, should they be playing Ben White and Tommy Asu? Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's a hard one. He is only 21, which is just the, the yeah. mental part. Um, it's so yeah, strong, yeah, isn't he's, it? I mean, he's, he's, he's just been brought along nicely, hasn't he? He's played for good sides. Marseille and Nice, they're fairly respectable sides in France he's been playing for teams that you know they're, they're challenging for sort of European football aren't they over in France yeah. they're those types of teams so mm-hmm. I think it's been really good it's a good way of doing it I wouldn't have really wanted him maybe two or three years ago when they got him fresh from Saint Etienne yeah Saint Etienne he'd only played like 20 first team games hadn't he so um, probably done the right thing 30 mil at that point there's a lot of money isn't it to spend on yeah, so I can't, don't know the exact number. Games. I know it was it was big money, twenty seven mil. I think I'm looking seeing here. So they spent big money on a eighteen year old then, and we've seen him. Mm. I think Arsenal fans get excited about him every preseason when he's back with the club, and then he'll go on another load, and everyone goes, "All oh, right, he's still not ready then." But yeah, patience isn't has he, paid off. Isn't he coming to the end of his contract then? I've read somewhere. I don't think he's a million miles off. Is he not? Liverpool should make a bid. That'd be good. Or two. <laughs> Martinelli as well looks brilliant at the moment, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, and they, they've got an excited young team. I, the thing with Arsenal, I think, and this is why I'm not sure they will see it through because I just, I can't, I just can't. However good they look, and they do look really good, I can't get it in my head that they're going to be able to continue doing this for a for whole season for an actual title pursuit. But I look at maybe once that first eleven goes maybe we get a couple of injuries maybe if you do they have the depth to go and do that because i look at spurs and i look at arsenal i was looking at both squads and i just look at the spurs squad and feel like the depth's better in that spurs squad stronger um and i feel like that might be their downfall but again it, it doesn't matter does it it's quite a big jump from being where they are to winning the league isn't it yeah they yeah. don't need to do that jump no definitely just not. play good football beat some good teams which are already doing turn into a really good team, get back in the Champions League and it'll be an excellent season for them. It'll be the best season they've had yeah. for years and years and years. And they're miles ahead of where they were at this time last year, aren't they? Because they started terribly last year. Yeah, really year. bad, yeah. So they've almost got that jump start and then you look at how poor Liverpool have been for spells. Man United were really poor for spells. Chelsea have been fairly ropey at times. So they, they've got that jump start on those other teams that they will be competing against. You know, they look like they could easily now be top London club. And if you'd have given them that at the start of the season, you would have probably said, yeah. well, if they finish above the rest of the London clubs, that's probably top four sewn up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're yeah. 11 points ahead of Liverpool. Yeah, it's madness, isn't yeah. it? After eight games. That's a lot. 
Well, yeah. they've got one game in hand, I think, Liverpool, but yeah. There's a lot of yeah, it'll go down to eight as well, won't it, next week? Yeah. When we hammer them next week. <laughs> well, just very quickly on Tottenham. I, they're an annoying team as well, aren't they? Harry Kane just forced the ground so easy. <laughs> you said, shall we talk about to Tottenham so you could moan about how easily... Yeah, basically. Just, that England tax doesn't head in. Yeah. So I was, I was, yeah, I was glad to see him lose, actually. How bad was Son as well? I mean, he comes off that he comes off that hat trick pre international. Everyone goes, he's yeah. back, he's back. He's you know, he's had a brilliant thirty minute cameo. He was the worst player on the pitch. Forget Royale getting sent off. Forget Larice's mistake. He was so bad. His end product was awful. Are we seeing the result of players overdoing it? Are we seeing like? because everyone bangs on about fixtures, fixtures, fixtures. You th- look at how much Jurgen Klopp's talked about it over the years, about how much football these these footballers are playing. Are we seeing that with a few footballers now? Because Son, I'm trying to work out what's going on with Youngmin Son because there's obviously a player there. We saw him against Leicester. What a, like, what a hat-trick that ends up being. But he looks mm-hmm. knackered. You look at this Liverpool team and they look knackered, like mentally. And I think it's mentally drained. We said that on the, one of the first podcasts, didn't we? Maybe this is a year where Liverpool just need to recuperate yeah. mentally, physically a little bit. And look at some of the teams who played a lot of games last year. And City don't count, do they? Got, they've got so much strength and depth, they don't count. But United, Chelsea, all struggling was in Arsenal. They weren't in anything, were they, last year? No. No, true. No, it's Might true. Help. I saw a thing with... um, saw, saw an interview with Pep, actually, which I think will bring us on to the Liverpool discussion he was just talking about they were talking about how many transfers he's they've done how the team has changed over his time in charge and he was talking about you have to you have to adapt you have to evolve you have to change look at any of your favorite look at manchester united's premier leagues because he's talking to rio ferdinand i think in the interview and he says how many premier league titles did you win rio he says he won six and he says the team from your first one to your sixth one is it very different? And Rio was like, yeah, completely different. He's like, that's what you have to do to win multiple titles. And I just, the stark contrast of that to Liverpool. And if you look at, we, we talk about five seasons, how good Liverpool have been for five seasons, one off one in the middle of that, that weird one with the defence. But that team is basically the same team. There's not a lot of changes yeah. in there. I think now we're, we're, we're only now getting to a point where Klopp seems like he's having to evolve and change the team a bit. Yeah, Jamie Carragher said that, didn't he? Was it? I don't think it was last year. The year before last, he said front threes do have a bit of a shelf life. Yeah, three, four years, and then they got another really good year out of them. Like Ferguson was amazing, it wasn't he? At, at changing the team and striking early right with time. it. Yeah, got rid of Ronaldo, and they didn't even bat an eyelid. They didn't stop their momentum at all. Yeah, like you bring through Van Persie, and then you have Berbatov, and all these players just on a bit of a revolving door. Liverpool haven't done that, and now. I do just wonder that it's not even necessarily physically, but mentally, the mental toll of having to just go again year on year on year. I feel like it, it has it just reached breaking point now because they look, they don't, they look tired on the pitch and they look all over the place. But I just wonder if it's mentally they've gone. I think so. I'm going so close to Premier League and the Champions League. That must take a big dent out of you. Yeah, and it wasn't like because of the short break. It wasn't that long ago, was it? Really? Can you think how like I know we've already played eight, seven, eight games, and the summer. Yeah, but it still wasn't long enough ago to get it out of your system. 
Probably is a bit of a hangover from that. Yeah. Again, like you said earlier, if you they must be thinking, if we didn't couldn't win it last year, what? How are we going to win? How are we going to better last year? Yeah. Yeah. Almost impossible. Because they've kind of done that, like with the ninety-seven point season, they've kind of done that. That they've bounced back from that and go, look, this this is a freak thing. We're amazing. If we if we get that many points again, we'll win it. Luckily, they did get that. They've won it at least once in there. Because imagine if yeah. they hadn't won that one Premier League title. Like so annoying that it was during COVID, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you know what? I'll take it. I, I'll take even if with an asterisk, I would have taken it. Like fine, just thank God for that. But um, but yeah, then then they've yeah. done it again and. Think of the mental toll of doing it again and getting that close and, and not winning it again. You must be like, "What's the point?" You look at City and then they and then they bring in Erling Haaland. You must be like, yeah. "Are we even surprised? Like, what is the no. point now?" It must be what they're thinking. They, you do have to be careful because this can't go on for too much longer. Yeah, no. Or else you're gonna struggle to get top four. Yeah, that's it. They could get away from you. Yeah, right now. And it's also it's not even that though, is it? It's the Champions League games yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not been a very good start there. We've got Rangers. Rangers yeah, okay. Tuesday. We probably should be beating well, Rangers. They're going to be up but... for it, though, aren't they? Anfield. Oh, they will be absolutely. Uh, I think they've been poor this year, Rangers as well. So I'm. Uh, I spoke to a Rangers fan yesterday actually, and he was talking about how he thinks they'll just be whipping boys in that group. We will see. Well, they have played two, scored none, conceded seven. So <laughs> yeah, it's coming to fruition so far. Yeah. Isn't it? When you're in bad, when you're in bad form. That all enter the back of heads a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Sometimes when you ha- when you have to and should be winning the game, sometimes it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... Good game, though, wasn't it? Oh, it was a good game. Sure. Uh, Brighton were excellent. Um, I think actually the weird thing is this: that I think everyone agrees how good Brighton were. Liverpool have come away with not losing that game. I don't know how they've done it, but they've actually probably should have won it. They got themselves into a winning position. I say should have won it because they got themselves to the position, not because of on the, uh, uh, if you add and tally up all the chances and everything. I mean, just yeah. they were literally leading again with a few minutes to go. Yeah. Should really be seeing that out. Brighton were really good, but there's still a bit of fight in the Liverpool team. It's just, they look so open. I mean, conceding three at home. Ah, City conceded three at home. Yeah, true. Yeah. There was just a lot of individual errors yeah. as well, though. Like I know people pick up on the Trent header for the first time. I haven't got a massive problem with the yeah, header. Yeah, yeah. Henderson's really weak on the edge of the box, and then obviously we see them from there. Trent gets sat down and finished. Very good finish. Second goal, I don't know if I'm being harsh, but my opinion is it is kind of straight through Allison. You know, he, he has... Yeah, there's so much power in him, yeah, but it's, it's not, not great it's for not, him. I, I think if Allison hadn't yeah, had a, then I, saved about three or four other nailed-on goals, yeah. you've been like... Yeah. critical but yeah and then yeah, it's so easy again for the third goal it just gets played over everyone everyone looks like they're ball watching and then yeah it's just it's so frustrating to watch a team that have been so good for so long yeah. look so and the bad. same players that's the thing there. isn't it it's like the same players yeah. who have been yeah. Yeah, they've so been consistent. perfect yeah yep is now a bad real bad time to play Arsenal or is it well test us against a good team and reverse psychology a bit um, I'm very worried for our next two games. It's, yeah, City after. Well, you got Rangers first, then you have got Arsenal, City, haven't you? It's not. It's not great. Yeah, two league games. <laughs> yeah. Two league games. It's um. Yeah, I don't know. It will go one or two ways, won't it? To be very Michael Owen about it. Um, it could be a good time. It could be a good time. Like there is, if you're going to do the team talk of, there is no excuses. There is no room for error here. This is the type of game for that, and I'm probably happy that it goes Arsenal then City rather than City then Arsenal. I think. 
Um, yeah, I think the way Arsenal play. Yeah. 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 I just, You'd be surprised, would you? No, I, I would genuinely. That's I think if there's most order. teams going into going into a game that I'd be confident Liverpool winning against, Arsenal after the last few years be one of the ones higher up the list. We usually batter them, especially with the form. Especially with the form Firmino's yeah, in, he loves he it. He loves a goal against it. Arsenal. Just, just to think, this is a little thing that occurred to me this morning. Actually, you know how so Trent got slated for the first goal, getting turned by Trossard, right? Just talking about this self-fulfilling prophecy thing, where because he's in poor form and yeah, he's in horrible form and he does make mistakes, blah blah blah. Put that aside, because everyone focuses on him, you 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 see that happen to him, and you're like. And straight away, run to social media, talk about it. Is it any different to Firmino second, where he turns somebody inside out and puts it in? Can you even name that Brighton player? No. Exactly, right? And he loves exactly. doing that as well, right? But do you see my point here is that, like, it's no it's no different. In fact, it's probably worse, the, the Brighton one. Um, but you don't. And, like, it's just these things that you talk about. So that's that. I just occurred to me this morning. I thought that's quite interesting because he plays for Brighton. I guess you're allowed to make mistakes like that. I mean, there were some brilliant goals this weekend, wasn't there? Just whilst we're touching on that point, like that Almiron goal. Oh yeah, unbelievable for, for Newcastle. There were some brilliant goals. The Partey goal, brilliant. Yeah. The Firmino little bit of trickery, brilliant. Even the Trossard goal. I'm giving I'm giving him the credit, not the yeah. slate into Trent. There were so many good goals Anthony's. this weekend. The Anthony goal. I love that one. It's uh, <laughs> those ones in that Villa game. They were they were Screamers. pretty good, weren't they, Sean? <laughs> God. What do you think right of Villa? Good point. Um, boring that, wasn't it? But... It's ten men though. <laughs> two two points dropped. Uh, but when you're that bad, how can it be two points? Like, yeah, you know, like in if you take if you don't watch the game, you're thinking, well, to get to the next level, you have to be winning those games. You have to be beating the team who's down to 10 men and you're sort of seeing a lot of the ball yeah it was just it was just so dross but god my boy jesse came out and slated us didn't we after the game <laughs> he really went for Which it I, didn't he i, I, I think he's I listened to this and he was just trying to get a you i think he went for it didn't I, he? <laughs> all right I, i'll admit now i was peeling potatoes and doing some food during this game because it was that dross but <laughs> am i doing am i did i not watch the same game as him they were they were doing that yeah, they were playing the game it for was... sixty minutes of that game, and he's come out and said we were doing it. I mean, I know we, I know we were set up originally, but they were really trying. Even the even the commentator said at some point that they didn't. They like um, someone get booked for it, didn't they? Like a a a, a Leeds player got booked for that exact thing, right? Yeah, and the Leeds, I don't know, the sporting director or something, like made a in his. In his notes in the program for the game, we're just saying he doesn't like the way the Premier League's going with all this time wasting in games management. Yeah. And then the commentator picked up on that and said, almost like it was a bit ironic you saying that because that's all your team have done. And then Jesse comes out and slates Gerard for it. I, I don't know. It just seems a bit. It seems a bit off that I wouldn't have come out and said that after my team has done the exact same thing, worse than the team. <laughs> like criticizing, but like, but like literally, Sinistera got sent off, didn't he, for blocking the quick free kick? That's why he got his second yellow, wasn't it? So isn't that exactly what he's moaning about? But like, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah, very weird. But it's, it's our Jesse, so we let him off, don't we? Uh, he's ruined it, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Should we just yeah, run they, down? They were dross, we were dross. Yeah, it was, it was a dross game. Should we run down then, these other results just quickly? Because I know for yeah, time we've discussed things. So we've talked about City United, Leeds Villa on the Sunday. We've talked about the North London derby. I don't think we need to talk about Bournemouth, Brentford. And again, that might be worse than the Leeds Villa one, nil-nil in that one. Maybe we should just mention actually on Bournemouth, they've not lost since, I think it's since August. If yeah, uh, if you look at their the form, season. yeah, start of the season there. That's like four games now without a loss. And I think they were written off by everybody. They have got a point more than Villa. They're a point off Liverpool. Like that is, it's sensational. Yeah. Fair play. We're, you know, new manager in and, well, not even new manager in, but manager out. He's not even confirmed, Yeah, is exactly he? that. Um, He's linked with the Middlesbrough manager, isn't he? With the manager, man- Middlesbrough <laughs> vacancy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, I'm going to say yes to that because I'm not really sure what you're saying. Uh, then we had the we had the Conor Gallagher derby, which ended up him scoring the winner at the end of it. Very apt, very WWE storyline. I feel like on that one, but um, Chelsea. How has how has Thiago Good. Silva not been? That's sent what off? my question was going to be. I've watched it back so many times. Got to be a red, right? Yeah, hundred percent. 100%. And it changes yeah. the game. Palace looks really good the first sort of 20, 25 minutes. It's always hard to always hard to say when you kind of watch, not watch the full game. You know, obviously when the three o'clock's on, yeah. you don't watch the full game. But they look really good like from from sort of the, the extended highlights I've seen. They looked like they were on top. If Silver then goes, he doesn't set up the Aubameyang goal for starters. I mean, what he's doing in that position anyway is beyond me. Yeah. But it's just, it's so strange, isn't it, how football can be changed on one decision. Yeah, but he still made the um, Garth Crooks team of the week. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah, we well, didn't get sent off, so fair play. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, a big three points for Graham Potter, but I, I tend to agree. I'm not sure it was necessarily deserved. Um, Newcastle beat Fulham, our favourite Fulham, um, who have been really good. Red card again in that one, sort of made that one happen didn't it very early wasn't yeah. it what did you think red or not um i don't know Pro- probably fair probably i'd say early um, as well wasn't it it was early yeah what it was eighth minute yeah yeah i mean there was no major protest he kind of just looked like he jogged off once the red got shot yeah. yeah yeah normally like a var decision you see people really kick and scream but he just kind of casually jogged off like he was almost half expecting it I guess once they go to the monitor, he just maybe, nearly made maybe just because he knew, yeah. Rather than he agreed, maybe you're just like, "There's nothing I can do about this," sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, Newcastle getting a win actually as well. If you look at their form, they're a very strange football team, aren't they? But that was their first win in I think six or something, five or six. What do so, we say? What do we yeah. say? Was it last week or the week before? How big a difference Wilson really makes came yeah. right back in, didn't he? And they just looked a completely different. He Not did. necessarily their build-up and stuff. It was just they looked so much more like they were going to score. Well, they take the a time. chance. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, definitely. How bad is Mitrovic? He went off to near. I'm just trying to look if there's been any update. But if he's out for any amount of time, it's going to be bad. Yeah, I've not seen any update on it. But that is that is like season-defining almost. Even just missing him for a, you know, if it's anything of any type of extended amount of time, then season-defining. Um. We talked about Liverpool. It could be really bad, couldn't could it? Be, could be. Red card and Mitrovic being out. Yeah. That's two of you starting 11 from that game, potentially missing for a little while. Yes, indeed. Uh, we talked about Liverpool Brighton, I think, in enough detail. Next one, I, just, I need to mention this one. Everton winning away at Southampton. 
They are, <laughs> I'm going to say it, overachieving. Well, I think they're a good team, so I, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> that actually takes up, them to up to 11. Exactly that. Do you know they have? I think they've. If you, I think they've conceded the least goals in the league this season. I believe. I think I saw that. They made yeah. such good signings. Yep. What a, for a team just to identify their weaknesses and purchase people to fill those weaknesses. Great yep. job of whoever brought those players in. I think he's just simplified it as well, hasn't he? I think there's... I th- maybe this is a little bit of evolution of Lampard as a manager because I think he did try and do a lot whilst Chelsea manager. It seems to me like he's just really simplified it. Even with the signings he's made of Tarkovsky and Cody, mm-hmm. just, you know, getting players that know the league and doing the simple things. Very Burnley, actually, obviously, with the Tarkovsky signing. Maybe this is this is how you, you're successful with a team like Everton to start with. You build from there. Yeah, but if you can take what's what was good about Burnley and yeah. build it and don't take it too far, yeah, then that's what you should be doing for the lower league for the lower teams. Yeah. In the Premier League. Yeah, make agreed. yourself really hard to make it hard for teams to score against you and then build from there. Yep. Indeed it seems that's what they are doing. Two one win. And then the last game of the weekend, although we are recording this before the Leicester versus who are they playing today? And Forest. Leicester Forest game tonight. Um last game of uh, the Saturday was West Ham Wolves. How worried about Wolverhampton Wanderers are we? Of course they've just sacked Bruno Large. Losing again, they look devoid of ideas. Two 0 in that one. They look really bad, don't they? Who's out there at the moment to drag them through it? Because if you if you haven't got a team that scores many goals, it, what is a manager really going to do at that point? Yeah, it's hard yeah, yeah. to fix that, isn't it? It is. I think it's like the op- almost like the opposite of Fulham. If you've got a Mitrovic, you think right, I've got something to play with. I've got. A- player to build a team around who's going to win me games but they've got really good players just not players that win games to, like they're playing Ruben Neves as a centre-back to, like for me, that's a hate crime yeah he's linked with big clubs isn't he he's brilliant he's not a centre-back though is he I know like, that's <laughs> what I mean it's just things like that are just ridiculous and they haven't won games many games for months and months and months have they well, I, I think it said one in 13 or something yeah, they've won one of their last... Well, I'm looking at their form on here, one of the last six, which I can't even remember who that was against. Yeah. I think it was... I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out on a win. Villa probably. It was, it's always Villa. It's always it Villa was, these things. And it was probably 1-0. <laughs> I would put my house on it being 1-0. Yeah. I mean, it gets worse as well than that Neto went off quite it early did. after like 20, 25 did, minutes, didn't yeah. he? So it just gets worse if you're looking for sort of attacking impetus for mm. Wolves. Probably their maybe brightest or second brightest player this season is now injured as well. Southampton it was, 1-0. <laughs> it was 1-0, there you go. <laughs> one, Although um... I do have an apology, they did score two against Preston North End in the oh. EFL Cup. <laughs> oh, wow, well, there you go then. Um, big win for West Ham though, on the contrary. Skamaka scoring as well, which I think is going to be maybe a bit of a game changer for them. I do wonder now, is this the time that Moyes decides Skamaka's going to start in the league and you drop Antonio and go with your new man who you spent a load of money on because <laughs> good finish from him. He looks he looks really tidy actually in like the build up play, I did think. Then Bowen gets the second goal. Um I again I'm not sure if this is West Ham being quite good in this game or if it was Wolves were really poor. Either way, Moisey 
as he doesn't like to be called. Did you see the little interview where he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moisey needed brilliant. this, didn't he? Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was in like bits of, uh, it was like fits and starts, but it wasn't it really with his goals. Every now and then he'd go on a bit of a run and then he would go a long time without scoring goals. And I think the he's, reason you... He's very injury prone well, as well. very injury prone. I think the reason you kept him in was maybe his physicality, but you've brought in this Skamaka now. He's about six foot nine, so he shouldn't really be a problem. Yeah. Um... So yeah, that, that does round up actually the Premier League action. We will just, I mean, we're going to look af- look ahead actually to the next set of Premier League fixtures. However, we've co- sort of talked about the Liverpool-Arsenal game. That seems to be the pick of the bunch for me. I'm sure that just reacting to it, I'm sure that you guys are uh, will have lots to say about it coming up. But I think we'll we'll leave it the, there on the, uh, the Premier League chat for today. We did just want to finish off today with it being a big derby weekend with the north london derby with the manchester derby we've having we've been having a bit of a think actually what is the what we're trying to work out if you could go to one derby around the world between two teams which one would you pick to go to i think i know rory's so we'll go to you first because i think your one might be the same as mine rory what's your choice Oh, I'm going to go to over to Argentina. I knew it. And go for the just... I mean, have you seen uh, the actual sort of pictures of these games over there where there's like fans stood so far apart because you just don't want to be hit by flying missiles and, and this kind of stuff? I mean, it's just so good. You've got Boca Juniors and River Plate. Yep. They are the, the the teams I should actually mention. I realise I actually <laughs> yeah. said them. Then when I just going to go to Argentina. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, I, I, it's it's a game that I, obviously I don't know anybody that's been, but it just you look at the pictures, it just looks absolutely amazing. I don't know how good necessarily the the quality would be. Yeah. I suppose if you're going for quality, you maybe go Real Madrid and Barcelona or something like that. But in terms of just the absolute craziness of a of a derby, it would be uh, Boca and River Plate. I am absolutely there with you. Didn't they have? I swear it was on TV not that long ago, a couple of years ago, and it was it. W- it was Boca River. It was the Copa Libertadores, wasn't it? And I swear, like, it was on... Was it 2018? I'm looking at here. So I'm finding... Yeah. 2018, Copa Libertadores, Libertadores final oh. played in... It was played in Spain between Boca Juniors and River Plate. And it finished 5-3 on aggregate. So it was two-legged. And I remember watching some of it. And it, honestly, like, even there being played in Spain. Unbelievable. Do you know what? Uh, why? I think they play the first leg in Argentina in Buenos Aires. Yeah, I would. I would also love that. I'll go along. We'll, we can go if you like, Rory. I'm. I'm keen. I'd be into it. Do you know why I'd like it though? Have you seen? You know the Liverpool song, the Si Senor one. Si Senor. They sing it, and obviously it's not Si Senor. Give it to Bobby Firmino. Not that one version of it, but they sing it. But they sing it about like f- five times slower. And it is unbelievable. I don't even think it's Boca or River Plate. I think it might be like Independiente or something like that. And honestly, or San Rosario, I think it might be. We need to find it on YouTube. I'll tweet it on the Panenka account because honestly, it might be my favourite thing in the world. Like whenever I hear that song now, I'm like, (laughs) slow it down, slow it down, slow it down. I'm like at Liverpool talking to people around me going, slower, slower. Because honestly, it sounds so good. So good. 
Um, I think I'd agree with you. I think that'd be my choice as well. Although there's some big shouts that we could go for. I, I will hear what you've got to say first, Tigs, and then maybe have some notable mentions. What's the uh, what's the rivalry? The derby. I would like to go. To? I would like to go and watch Rangers versus Celtic. Okay, nice. Because I'm, I like fearing for my life <laughs> first and foremost. <laughs> but it's just because there's never a city or an even a league in a country that is defined by two teams really like Scotland and yeah. you could I, because it always gets taken too far it always seems to be a bit of a weird time and I think they do it quite early sometimes to stop people drinking I just yeah. wish imagine imagine Celtic Rangers a knockout game in Champions League on yeah. a Wednesday night oh, the screams are loud the atmosphere I mean, you do get a lot of the games, don't you? That's the one, that's the one negative of it because they play each other yeah. so many times. Yeah, maybe that so takes maybe a bit away. Gets ta- yeah, maybe it's taken away a little bit, but I would just love to be there at yeah. night under the lights. I think the atmosphere would be brilliant. I'll tell you what. Yeah, very true. Oh, I, I, yeah, can't really argue with that. I'll tell you a rogue shot that I just thought of. When you say about fearing for your life, what about like a Fenerbahce Galatasaray? Yeah. Like Istanbul. I did think that. Like, Soonest, soon yeah. when he put the flag in the middle. Yeah, oh, amazing. Oh, that's yeah. unbelievable. Oh, does that. I went to Besiktas at home with Liverpool and uh, they all marched down the road in like balaclavas and I was honestly terrified. I'm not going near that, no. Um, you, I mean, you see how placid, like, I mean, like English fans get such a bad reputation, but compared to some of these foreign fans they look placid don't they yeah. i don't know if it's just because it's more heavily policed or what but i mean even like the italian fans are just absolute hooligans yeah they are but yeah. you see like the russians at the world cup and uh, yeah, i mean yes. the turk the turks are just off insane aren't they yeah. i mean obviously like leeds united terrible terrible scenes when they played there yeah early 2000s and the fan got killed it's just crazy isn't it yeah yeah i'm not sure we should be rating our best rivalries based on um uh, the violent inc- incidents, but still, like, just in terms of, like, the pure atmosphere in the stadium on some of these would be insane. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I how think, weird are derbies in general? Like, we... But, someone always has a derby, don't they? No matter how low you go down in football. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah I used yeah. to play for a team... I used to play for a team called Charlton Blues, small village oh, called Charlton Kings, <laughs> and there was a Charlton Rovers. God, those games used to be vicious. <laughs> like, yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. We were about, they were about nine... <laughs> We're just kicking lumps out of each other, isn't it? Like, why? Why? Like, it means nothing. But honestly, it really (laughs) doesn't. Even from there, yeah, (laughs) ridiculous. But it is just bred into, isn't it? Like when you're a kid and you play one of your friends from school and you play their team, you're like, I want to win this week, (laughs) just because they're like our rivals. When I was at primary school, oh, bloody Whitbourne. But yeah, I think those are those are good choices we've made there. I guess what we're asking for is in the comments down below, what would be your rivalry, your derby match that you'd like to go and see around the world? And um, maybe you could add to And what was your childhood there. derby? What was your local childhood uh, team also derby that, yeah. that you were forced yeah, yeah. upon? Yeah, <laughs> Whit- Whitbourne Primary School. Um... <laughs> <laughs> under under sevens. Literally under the <laughs> primary school team. Um, but yeah, I think... I think it's been a good one this week, chaps. I'm I'm happy with our discussions. I think plenty that we could still talk about. We could do this for hours and hours, but I think we're probably just about at the time limit. So 
we'll leave uh, we'll leave things there thank you very much for joining me once again tykes thank you very much what a lovely chat so good to have the Premier League back i, I agree and rory th- it's lovely to have you back great to be back great to be back one final question and now one final question we're all dying dying dying, dying oh, I know to the question know as well Rory Ford, how was that beef? <laughs> it was, it was sensational. I mean, I think we should actually explain for fans because we cut it out. But yeah, uh, yeah, we, I had a bit of an incident where the smoke alarm was going off so loudly that we had to uh, pause recording uh, for a short nice. amount of time. Hence why we had the clip of me. Uh, explaining the smoke alarm prior to, uh, prior to going on. I realise it's the most in-joke ever. Everyone listens and we go, what the bloody hell are they going on about? Is he sorted his beef? Is he some kind of East End gangster? Is he sorted his beef out? What are they going on about? You say, that, uh, you say that we cut it out. We cut the sound of the, of the smoke alarm going off out. But then yes. you just left to go and sort your beef out and it was just Tiger's and I talking about England for about 25 minutes without any explanation about why you weren't there anymore. <laughs> he didn't come back for three yeah. weeks. No, it turns out he'd gone for Lanzarote. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Take care.